Connection game. Hello. Woo woo. How are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good, you know, Mm. just existing. That's funny because I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, you're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> It's well. Everything's That's great. good. Um, very excited What's been for. going on for Halloween, Halloween weekend? Yeah, honestly, not that much. I'm I'm getting excited for Halloween. Um, I added some more decorations to the front of the house um, because my mom, shout out to mom, because I know she listens because she gives little reviews for each of the episodes that I hear when I go visit her, which I did this past weekend. Um, so hi, mom. She donated some of her decorations to me because we're keeping with the skeleton theme. So I got a big skeleton Nice. that I put. Um, he's sitting at the base of the tree. I wrapped lights around the tree. So we have a lighting element now. Yeah. Um, I put in tombstones. I put in more skulls. So we got a whole graveyard going on. Um, Wow. and we carved pumpkins. And I'm going to lie. I think that's the best car pumpkin I've ever carved. And I did it all by myself. Wow. Okay. I did the carving. I don't like the goop scooping. So mom helped with that. But the carving I did all by myself. Yeah. Amazing. So Amazing. we're... When I say we're Did ready you guys for Halloween, use like I mean me. stencils or did you freehand it? Um, Nick, so apparently Nick had never carved a pumpkin before. This was his first one, believe it or not. Uh, Wow. so he like, he drew, he practiced on a piece of paper before he took the Sharpie to the actual pumpkin. But no, I just went in because, you know, I'm a pro with this. And I was like, let me, you Oh just draw my right God. on the pumpkin. Um, and then I put it out with a knife. Mine took like, longer because I got a bigger pumpkin and I was a little bit more elaborate with it. Gave her some brows, you know, make her look extra evil. Um, so yeah, I'm pumped. It's a week from today. I was going to say we might have to record on a different day because we record on Tuesdays and next Tuesday is a Halloween, but I think Mm -hmm. we'll still be able to record, but maybe just like half an hour later, because I'm assuming the kiddos will probably be gone by nine o'clock. Oh. Okay. Because I really want to, I'm like really excited for the kids to come to the door. I want to like, I don't know. I just love trick-or-treating so much. And I think it's so lame that it's a kid activity because I would happily do it as an adult. And so this is my I know way of being a part I of it. I feel like trick-or-treating would be awesome <laughs> as an adult but yeah, whatever it's, it's like, they exclude us yeah, it's fine. So very pumped. That's pretty much all that's been going on. I'm not pumped for this random like heat wave that's happening. Because you all, Ely and Nick and mm. yeah it's kind of Nick's of weird friends, Steph and myself, we are all going to go to this farm out in Virginia, which we went to last year, which is awesome. And it was supposed to be a festive fall time. And it's going to be high like 81 when we go. So that's lovely. <laughs> That's so annoying, yeah it's gonna actually. be it's gonna be kind of silly yeah because it's like last year we had like our cute little flannels and our puffy Exactly. vests Ugh. I'm I'm really bothered by it. Like I really am. Because I it's just not I'm sure it'll still be yeah fun. because mm. i like yeah but 80s is pretty warm like that's pretty warm 81 i would say like if it was like is warm. low 70 if it was like 10 degrees cooler i'd be like fine But yeah, low 80 is kind of warm. Warm Yeah. for fall. So that's lame, but whatever. Nighty. Still be a good time. Like we'll still get to see pigs, Oh, what which are you I'm dressing excited about. up for Halloween? I thought I told you.
Did you tell our audience? Maybe not. I purchased an inflatable penguin costume. So <laughs> um, I'm going to be an inflatable penguin and it's really ridiculous and silly and I love it. Okay, wait, another question. Are you guys do- going anywhere like the over the weekend besides the Great Country Farms, of course, but... No, but no, but I am going to get three days usage of this costume because this Thursday we have a virtual work happy hour after hours and I'm going to surprise everyone and show up in my, um, oh my God, hopefully. Okay. Jamie, Julia, if you're listening to this on drop day before happy hour, I'm sorry that the surprise was just spoiled for you, but I I hope you're not Tell them not to to listen. Tell them not to (laughs) listen. Okay. I'll tell them not to listen because I was hoping to come on and like surprise everyone and hopefully get a good (laughs) laugh, you know? Um, So there's that and that should be fun. And then um, on actual Halloween day, we have our weekly staff meeting and everyone's encouraged to also wear their costumes to that. Oh, that's fun. Of course, Halloween evening, I'm wearing it to answer the door. Right, when the kids come. Yeah, which um is Nick dressing up? No, he's being lame. He doesn't like Nick. I know. I'm gonna text him right now. Like we were even watching when we were at mom's house over the weekend. Like on the travel channel, there was this like Halloween haunted houses show going on. And he was like, Ew, I don't want to watch that. I'm like, it's fake haunted house props, you loser. (laughs) I just texted him. (laughs) What did you text him? I said, Nick, why aren't you dressing up for Halloween? SMH. (laughs) I know it's incredibly lame, but whatever. I'm going to have my good time and that's fine. But um, I can't sit down in my costume. I can't sit down in my costume. So for the virtual happy hour on Thursday, I have to use Nick's standing desk, which thankfully he has one. Um, And on Halloween evening, I guess when I'm waiting for the kiddos, I'm just going to be standing because I can't sit down. <laughs> this doesn't work or I'm going to pop it. Oh so. my God. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, That's what's fingers crossed on. for you. Fingers crossed. What are you dressing up as? Well, I actually have a double Halloween weekend. So I have two costumes. Oh. The first costume is, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my first costume um is just, i mean both of them are very like simple i'm not really going all out because i just don't want to spend a lot of money we know. i spent a lot of money last year oh shut up you did um okay yeah i bought like a whole thing i bought like a bunch of stuff so i was just like i'm not trying to do that this year i just oh. want to be like simple and use what, some of what i already have anyway my costume for friday night i'm gonna be strawberry shortcake I have a strawberry sweater, overalls, and a strawberry, like, bandana for my hair. Okay. And I'm going to do my makeup and put, like, freckles and be cute or whatever. Very cute. Um, And then Saturday, me and my friend Erica are going to a Shrek, like, a Shrek dance party. Um, It's called the Shrekking Ball. And we were going to try and, like, do some other like coordinated costumes like we were thinking of doing like the blind mice or like oh that would be fun something yeah a little we bit offensive but, but fun what like i feel like dressing up as a blind person is that a little offensive i don't know a well it's characters from a nursery rhyme i know but everyone everything's offensive these days 
Okay. Uh, comment below if you think the three blind mice right. that are fictional characters is offensive. <laughs> well, well, if someone like you who doesn't go all out and isn't selling the character, someone might think that you're just playing a regular oh blind God. person. So oh, you probably would Shrek be like, party. You probably were like, I'm not. Context. No, you probably are like, I'm not going to wear mouse ears because it messed up my hair or whatever. I don't know. What are you saying? Anyway, okay. so you I want to tell the people Shrek ears. Yeah. So that we can go because she already has stuff to look like Shrek. And so I'm going to go as Fiona, I think. We haven't really coordinated, but I'm just going to do it and see what she says. Hmm. Um. So, yeah, but Zach's pissed because I'm not buying a wig and painting my whole body green as if I have the okay. time, energy and skin texture for that. You guys, okay, the, I have the, horrible the... skin. Okay, the green thing is understandable, but I'm just saying, especially since you're going a strawberry shortcake, you could have got one red wig and worn them oh for my both. God. Like, come on. I don't want to wear a wig. Wigs are so uncomfortable. Have you ever worn a wig? I have actually. Um, I tried on the wig Nick had oh, last please. year for Nathan. Oh, you tried you. <laughs> one on? Okay. I would love for you to wear a wig for six or seven hours and then tell me if you want everyone wear wigs with their halloween costumes <laughs> jesus christ i mean i will say my penguin costume i am glad that i went with okay so a lot of the inflatable costumes are like completely sealed so you're seeing out of like plastic and i didn't want that because a lot of people are saying that it can get very warm when it's entirely enclosed and so oh yeah the, you don't want to be warm no i'm trying to tell you something the penguin costume so it, your face pops out like there's an elastic band that you put your face through. So your face is exposed, but maybe my head is big. The band is so tight around my head that I know it's going to leave like indents after a night of trick or treating. <laughs> so I'll be sure to take pictures of that. Um, I'll probably look really stupid. Great. Can't wait. Anyway. um, So yeah, Halloween is coming. Should we get we into Halloween. things we want to talk about? Sure. You want me to go first? Because I have one more story than you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, today is entirely entertainment focused because the news is still dire. And I was thinking about talking about the people from the Trump cases that are taking plea deals because that's kind of juicy. But I feel like we're still waiting for the real shoes to drop on that one. I really want to hear like, okay, because they're now part of their deals is like they have to testify. So I'm like, that's going to be the real, the real juice. Yeah. The real team. I need, I cannot wait for these trials to start. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about is you guys, oh my God, we have a release date for Paddington in Peru, AKA Paddington 3. Um, it was a huge deal in my group chat with Robin and Riley the other day, because we are super fans of Paddington, of course. And here's the thing. It releases November 8th, 2024 in the UK only. You know when it releases no! in America? What are it you going to, I know it's 2025, isn't it? January 17th, 2025. Okay. So I'm I not saw. shitting you. We are legitimately thinking about planning a trip to London to go see Paddington. <laughs> I can't stand you guys. I can't stand you. Okay. It's very early stages, but like we've always talked about doing a friend trip together. Um, because obviously since I moved, we don't 
well, since we all moved, we don't really spend a lot of time together. So one, that would be super fun. Two, I think a great excuse to go to London. Hello, that's where the Paddington store is in the Paddington station. What better place to see Paddington in Peru? Even in though it's Peru, the, but yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but um, so we're thinking about it. I mean, in the in the very yeah, least, if a London trip does not happen, then in the very least, we will convene together somewhere in the US for that January premiere. Um, that's crazy that they're making you making us Americans wait. You know, well, I mean, to be fair, typically it's the other way around. Like often the UK will get stuff like two months after us. Like for instance, Bottoms just came out. In the UK. So Ooh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, I I hope all I, I hope they're gonna release it at the same time in Peru. Otherwise, they're just the <laughs> erasure of paddington's heritage they should have the premiere in peru and it's alliterative they the really should because they're they're erasing his latinx heritage latinx. by making him super british oh my god <laughs> very funny he's um, a latino no for real the only reason why he has the accent is because of like the explorers that came and taught the bears english because they were British. Mm -mm -mm -mm. He was colonized. Yeah. He was colonized. Like, actually, kind of. I mean, it, the the first two movies are an allegory about immigration. Like, I'm not I even mean, kidding. period. Yeah. So we love that, you guys. I'm going to go feral once we get a trailer. <laughs> but that probably won't be you until know, actually, next summer. You know how we were talking about how people on TikTok, like, upload uh, movies in, like, little parts? Yes. I was like scrolling through my for you page in a part of which is the one where he goes to jail. Paddington two, a part of Paddington two came up on my for you page, and I was like, oh my god! And it was great, wasn't it? Uh, I kind of just <laughs> all right, scrolling. all right. But I did. I made note of it, and I said, oh, this must be Paddington, and then said, okay. Yup. <laughs> Um, I, as you know, I have a um, portrait of Paddington in his jail attire on my wall. And wow. see, this is, see, this is how big of fans we are. Robin illustrated this for me and I have it hung oh, on my wall right stunning. next to my uh, desk. That is how much we love Paddington. Beautiful job, Robin. No, that it's so really cute. cute, isn't it? I love it. it is. Good job, Robin. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I'm going to have to, I'll hang that back up later. Oh. Let's move on. What would you like to talk about? Um, okay. I don't know if you've seen this, but um, if for those of you who don't know, because it was kind of kept quiet, Paris Hilton has a son that she had via surrogate. Um, his name is Phoenix, I think. Um, mm. And she posted a picture of him recently on her Instagram. And I kind of feel bad because people in the comments... Okay, here's the, here's the tea. Her son does have a... Peculiar, peculiar. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! Peculiar. Pe what is it? It's not per. Peculiar. It's peculiar. Yeah. Peculiar. No, there's no P R E. Before the C, there's no R. Oh, peculiar. Peculiar. Yeah. Okay, is that the right word? Yes, sure. Now I need to Google it. Okay, a peculiar 
shaped head. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, babies, their heads are soft. So it's like, yeah. it'll he'll grow into it. But people have been pointing that out in the comments, which is not something you should do when a mother posts pictures of her child on the Internet. But people have been post have been commenting and she's been making statements about how cruel people are. And I just wanted to share this because I thought her response to it, like what she said was kind of silly. Like she said, I know. I'm she just said he just now. has a big brain. Like, girl. <laughs> she said he's really perfectly big. healthy. He just has a big brain. He's cute, though. Come on. I mean, oh you know, God. good for her. He is cute, but damn, that is a big head. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she looks stunning yeah, while she has these photos taken. I know it's kind of funny, like the juxtaposition of how put together she is, and then she just has a baby. Like, girl, yes. what are you doing? <laughs> but good for her. Um, people need to stop being mean and bullying babies. Um, yeah, but he just has a big brain, you guys. Okay, mm. good for him. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be really smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. The next thing I would like to talk about is also a movie release date related thing, um, which I feel like you have Ooh. somewhat of a stake in because you saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, Sure. Yeah. No, not sure. You saw it and you liked it. Um, no, I did. So... I did see it. Yeah, it was good. OK, so part two was supposed to be released next summer. And as I was just talking about last week, there have been worries that tent poles blockbusters that were supposed to come out next summer but never completed filming because of the acting strike weren't going to make their release dates and sure enough here's a big one that's not going to make its release date because they did not finish filming part two before the sag strike and so it's getting pushed all the way to summer 2025 and for those of you Damn, who saw the movie a whole year i know it, it actually got moved to my birthday 2025 so oh <laughs> yeah i know thanks for the present um but no thank you to the fact that you're moving it a whole year because what the fuck like for those of you who saw part one you know that okay it didn't end on like as big a cliffhanger as other part ones like across the spider-verse but it still is an unresolved story and now you're making me wait right. two years as if it's a whole nother movie with a separate story they're avengers endgaming it Okay, here's the really weird thing, though. For some fucking reason, I'm just going to read you the blurb from the Variety story. It says, It will arrive on the big screen with a new name. Paramount and Skydance are dropping the second half of its title, formerly Dead Reckoning Part 2, though the sequel will directly follow the events of Dead Reckoning Part 1. So they're removing Part 2 from the title, even though they already committed to Part 1, and that drives me insane. Why so, would you so do wait, that? They're gonna have it be the first one call is called Dead Reckoning Part One. Part the one. second one is just Dead Reckoning. No, no, no. When they say the second half, they mean like they're changing the subtitle completely. So it's oh, so, okay. I know. So we're gonna have Dead Dead Reckoning Part One already exists. It's been at theaters. You can buy the blue right now, and you're just never gonna get a part two in terms of title for that because they're <laughs> going to completely give it a new subtitle and i know why they're doing that they're doing that because part one did not make as much money as they were hoping i think partly due to the fact that barbie came out a week after and it was just not great timing 
Um, but that's stupid. You committed to part one. You can't just call it something else and, and then just have this part one lingering out there. You know what? You know what they're going to do? That is kind of stupid. You know what they're going to do? Any like Blu-ray release going forward and anytime they put it on a streaming service, probably like on Prime where you can rent it, they're just going to change the title to Dead Reckoning so that people don't know it's part one. And then whatever this next one is going to be, it's going to be that. <sighs> But I mean, honestly, I prefer that title, but it's like they ran with the part one already. So exactly. it looks stupid, but it's like, that's really what they should have done in the first place, because I don't yes. think people like it. Like when movies are, oh, part one, part two, it's like, shut up. So if yeah. you like market it as two separate movies that tie together, I feel like that's better than part one, part two, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly i th- i feel like we left that behind like we got a quite a few of those like w- w- hunger games and harry potter and twilight but that was like oh. almost a decade ago so it feels a little bit outdated because you're right like there was avengers infinity war and then avengers endgame they're very much part one and part two but they didn't call it that and then right. same with across the spider-verse and next is beyond the spider-verse which i suspect yeah also... aren't they changing the name yeah that one was the- supposed to be a part one part two also and they yeah, changed but, it and they changed the name um and i was gonna say i expect that it also will not be out um with the date but i just remembered that we already talked about how they removed it oh, from yeah that's the calendar certainly not sucks. making the, the march deadline <laughs> and if we're talking cliffhangers i think we were supposed to get fast 11 next year i don't know if that's happening and that had a huge oh, no. cliffhanger that i personally need to see uh oh, the result no. of. So anyway just stupid can we just end the strike please i actually there's more talks that happened today so oh, let's good. see if that goes anywhere oh, they go i don't good? know oh uh, i haven't heard anything fingers yet fingers crossed my sources have not gotten Yikes. back to me your ah. your sources my you're, sources you're tight with fran Drescher. hell yeah <laughs> that's your girl um, on a side note robin told us today that she's gonna be uh the nanny for halloween and i love that that's so <laughs> iconic. Oh, my God. When I first got a job at the bridal boutique, we weren't allowed to wear like jeans. So we had to always wear like business casual. And in the wintertime, I like made a, I made a Pinterest board and of like cute outfits to wear that aren't like dress pants because I don't really like dress pants. Um, and it was just all the nanny. <laughs> like my whole <laughs> fashion Pinterest board is just all Fran. That's so her fashion funny. is iconic. That's amazing. Oh, so That's good. such a good costume. Yeah. Anyway, what would you like to talk about Amazing. next? Okay, I've been hearing. I have like a little entertainment story. Oh, um, this is. I honestly, I was looking to try and find like formal confirmation, but it, there really isn't any. It's just uh, some rumblings. But huh. I do have. I now we have formal confirmation that the bear is coming back for season three. But there are rumblings that our girl Iowa Debris is going to be directing multiple episodes. So I'm really wow. hoping that this means we're going to get like a Sydney deep dive. Ooh. She really can do it all. I will be talking about her she as really my can. media moment. Oh my God. She's iconic. She's had such a great year. I really, I wish there was like a best new artist award <laughs> in all of the like film and TV awards because like she deserves it, honestly. Like she deserves cool. like break- her and Paul Mescal, I feel like deserve like breakout star awards. Um, I think it's either the independent spirit awards or the Gotham awards that have 
something like that. And Stephanie Shu won it last year for everything oh, everywhere. Okay. So I think it's more so, yeah, I think it's, it's one of them that has it. And I, I think it's still for a specific role. It's not like for them, like in their whole year, I think it's, so I could see IO getting it for like bottoms, for instance. For anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she got Emmy nominations this year too, for the bear season one. Um, and she was in Abbott elementary this year. She was in so much stuff. She had such a busy 2022. I'm like, when did you film all this? Yeah, I love her. I'm supportive of her. I'm on board the IO train now. I just still have not seen the bear because I don't watch a lot of TV. Well, you should. It's really it's really short. Like the episodes are between 30 and 45 minutes long, I think. Yeah, I mean, and actually the shortest episode, the shortest episode of season one is one of those like one take episodes. Oh, and it's like, I love that when it's over. Yeah, when it's over, you're like, wait, what? Because <laughs> mm. like you just don't even realize how fast it goes because it's it's all shot as like one take. So it's it's really great. It's such a good show. you have to watch. It. It's it's one of those things where like the next time I'm in the mood to start a new show, that's probably number one on deck. So whenever I get in that mood, I'll start watching the mirror. Hey, <laughs> I hope so. It's so good. Mm. All right. I think it's just a really good, a really good um kind of like commentary on how men process grief oh it's like a restaurant show Mm -hmm. whoa deep wow no really i was like the last episode jeremy allen white does like a seven minute monologue and i was like sobbing (laughs) Sobbing. that that monologue is also all one take and i watched it i was just like (laughs) oh wow okay acting oh he's great yeah no it's great and I, yeah, I think it. I really think it's meant to to serve as just like a a way to show how like you know because you know men are no feelings. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's. I think it's a really great uh, representation of how men pro- different men different types of men process grief, but all under the blanket of just men. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking okay. of men. I don't know. Man, man, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking of men, there are men, presumably, in Squid Game. <laughs> Squid Game the Challenge. Um, for those of you who haven't heard, Netflix has turned Squid Game, the narrative show, into Squid Game the Challenge, which is a reality version of it with real life people. And it's interesting yeah, and they because they actually shoot you in the head. <laughs> oh my god well okay i'll talk about that in a second but anyway um this show, is, <laughs> this show is wild because it was supposed to come out a while ago because obviously squid game was that was like a 2021 thing um and but there was some controversy because there was this like explosive report that came out i think it was earlier this year or late last year about how like contestants on the show were mistreated and so oh God, hospitalized yeah, I think they basically like just wanted to take a step out of the limelight, hoping people would maybe forget, maybe like do some settlements. Yeah. Um, but they're back <laughs> and they dropped a trailer. Um, it it's available in a month. I don't know if they're doing it weekly or if it's just dropping all at once, but you guys I haven't watched the trailer yet. Okay, you should. And 
as you know, I watched Squid Game for the first time uh, sometime this spring. And it's really good. It was a really good show. And so watching the trailer, it honestly looks so well done. Like, first of all, I think I'm sure I could find this online somewhere. They must have used the actual sets they use for the show because in particular, like oh, wow. the, the bunk room, because in the, in the, in the narrative show, there's like hundreds of people that start out playing this game. So they have this huge room with like bunks stacked on top of each other, like six, seven, eight high. And it's just a really big space. And it looks like they use the exact same room for the reality show. Um, it looks wow. like they use the exact same red light, green light set with the robot girl and everything. So Oh they're God. using games from the show, but also it looks like there's some new games they're putting in there. So um, mm. it just looks really interesting. And the core premise of the game is so fascinating because it's like whittling down people and, it, you know, it shows people's true characters and motivations. And so I cannot wait to see that happening with real life humans. Um, but back to getting yeah. shot in the head um, <laughs> in the trailer, because the whole red light green light thing in the show like if you get caught you get shot dead by that robot um mm -hmm. and in the trailer there's a couple shots of people getting hit with like i guess like ink balls or paint balls to make it seem like they got shot like oh they're God. really committing to the bit with this show they're committed to the bit <laughs> yeah um they even have like the big bowl of cash that's hanging from the ceiling and it fills up with money um so anyway it's just a, a really brilliantly edited trailer it looks really exciting i'm very mm -hmm. impressed and i'm really excited to watch it so i'll have to watch the trailer um i have a family member that was oh yes show. tell us about that are you like breaking an nda by saying that well i didn't sign shit i don't know i'll have to watch to see if he's in the trailer <laughs> so you're you said your your uncle uh, what's my cousin's dad? Oh, okay. That's cool, though. I wonder how far he makes it. Yeah, we'll see. I can't really, I don't, I know, like, when he was gone filming, but I don't know if he came back early or what. I don't know. It's just so funny because there's so many people, obviously. And that's right. the one thing. It's, I it, mean, it might be hard. Yeah, I'm anticipating the one, I don't want to say shortcoming, but it's going to be very obvious. I'm guessing in the first couple of episodes, who's going to make it far because if they have like confessionals, they're not going to do confessionals yeah. with someone who gets out like the first game. Right. Or maybe they do. Sometimes they do that on the bachelor where like, it'll be people that get cut. Oh. They'll have like a little bit in the first episode and they get caught the first episode. And then it's like, okay, we'll find somebody else. Like, take like, you out. Yeah. They trick you. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but the the prize is crazy it's like five million dollars which is insane yeah oh shit yeah that's because i think they're trying again they're trying to mirror the show so closely um in the show the prize was like i think 4.56 billion won which is roughly five million us dollars so they're really trying to keep it as accurate as possible except for without wow. the death people <laughs> people are gonna act up People are gonna I act know. up for five million. I'm so excited. That's crazy. Yeah. Five million to one person. Well, and then they want to raise, they want to raise their monthly fee to have Netflix for show shit like this. They're giving five million away. 
Well, see, that's the thing that can the the um conceit of the fictional show is like it didn't have to be one person at the end. It's who's ever left at the mm. final game. And spoiler alert, it just so happens that there was only one person left. They could have easily split that money amongst the final two, but let's just say there was a little fight. So um oh, I'm wondering awesome. if with real ass people, if that's still gonna be the case, or if maybe they're gonna be like, look, let's split it amongst whoever's left. So I suspect probably the I mean, like former because five? humans are selfish. <laughs> but five million is insane. That's crazy. I, I mean, you could I do would, more than enough with even one million. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I would take it. Like I would do whatever it takes Zach, to be. Zach, you person. would kill a bitch for five million? Okay, I wouldn't actually kill someone, but on this fake show, which doesn't involve death, hell yeah, I would backstab mm-hmm. someone. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, you're shady. I mean, part of that is informed by the media I watch and I saw the original show and people that thought it was going to be all like kumbaya, it didn't work out for them. Okay. So (laughs) it just didn't. Anyway. So you're saying I would get killed immediately and then you would be with a lone survivor. I mean, we're like representing the two different types of people. Maybe. There's this line I'm taking from a confessional in the trailer and this guy straight up is like, I'm going to act like I'm his best friend, but as soon as I get the chance, I'm stabbing him in the back. I was like, yes. Damn. That's the shit I want to see. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. So anyway, what's next? Um. Okay, I thought it might be a little fun to... I mean, I know that you and Nick got that thing to like yeah. look into your spotify data but um well I thought it might be fun to like make some early predictions because as you know there are rumors which spotify has never confirmed this but there are rumors that tracking for spotify wrapped ends on november 1st because spotify wrapped is released on december 1st mm-hmm. so i don't know we have le- a week left what are your thoughts? I know okay. you've been manipulating shit, trying no. to make certain <laughs> songs your number one. Okay, no, here's the thing. As you mentioned, Nick and I signed up for this, and I talked about it on the podcast. That's FM. And mm-hmm. last time I talked about it, I mentioned that we were waiting on our extended streaming history, but that Spotify had to, they said we'd get it in 30 days, which is interesting because 30 days is the time between November 1st and December 1st. So clearly they have a process that takes a month for some reason to get you your data. So we got our extended streaming data finally, like last week. And um, Nick texted so, me. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I was going to say, I feel like I can't in good faith make predictions about this year because I pretty much know like what my top fives are going to be because of this data. But if you'd like, I can share with you my all-time stats for some things, oh, if gosh. you're interested. Yeah, do it, because Nick's was so fucking funny. He texted me, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, so do you want me to do it? I can do it in terms of minutes or streams, like how many times I've listened to something. Well, I don't really understand what the difference is. Like, so minutes, so for my number one artist, I've I've listen to oh, 6000 like, minutes okay the i get that okay I get or that. or for a number of streams it'll say like if it says like 700 that's how many times i've tapped on one of their songs to listen right okay that makes sense so do you want me to talk about minutes or cuz oh, the data does change um, 
Oh, uh, I'll do minutes. I'll do like... minutes. Okay. I'll do, I'll, I'll just do minutes. Cause I feel like that that's more easy to understand. So anyway, again, this is since I joined Spotify in 2016. I have listened to 147,000 minutes of music, which I'm shocked. I thought it would be more than that, to be honest. But I guess I listen to lots of podcasts. I wish this did podcast data, but it does not. Sadly, Um, I've listened to 5.54 thousand artists, um, 6.54 thousand albums. Some interesting stats like that. But let's just get into top artists of all time i'm gonna do the top five so my number one is charlie xcx and i've listened to of course, to, of course. Oh, i've listened to over six thousand minutes not so you being a stereotype shut the fuck up <laughs> um my number two is was shocking to me but i chalked it up to a phase i had in 2019 and 2020 oh um, okay wait, let me guess is it robin no. Okay, wait. I want to hold on. Hold on. Oh, is it? It's Drake. No. Uh, hold hold on. Don't tell me because I knew you the in 2019. Yes. Phase you had in 2019. I mean, I still listen to them. It's but not. Like, oh, it is it intense. Normani? No. Oh. I don't know. Doja oh, Cat. God, I'm nervous. Oh, oh my gosh. I thought it was going to be like way worse. That's not that bad. Doja Cat had good music at some point. Uh, that's not that bad. The anti-Semite. <laughs> also, your video's frozen. So can you hear oh. me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're okay. So, okay. You're back. Um, Welcome back. Anyway. Yes. Number two is Doja Cat with just under 4,000 minutes Um, because of my... Bad. It was my hot pink era. And in fact, my number one album of all time is hot pink with almost 2000 hot pink, which is surprising. That was a good album. And so was planet her, even though she shat shat on those albums. They were great. Every track on hot pink slaps. And that's why in 2019, I listened to that shit on repeat. And you know that because it was always on in the car. (laughs) Um, My number three (laughs) artist is Beyonce with 3600 minutes. Wow. Um, number four is Jesse Ware with 3,100 plus minutes. Okay. And number five was also a little surprising to me. It's Ariana Grande with just under 3,000 minutes. Oh, interesting. I didn't know you were an Arianator. <laughs> well, speaking of 2019 albums that slap, Thank You Next is my number two album oh of all God. time. Thank You Next is one of, the, I mean, let's talk about that. Ba- Thank You Next is one of the best pop albums of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my top five. Okay. Um, maybe not all time. Sorry. Hold on. I just don't want people to come for me. In the la- We'll give it 10 years. In the last 10 years, yeah. Thank You Next is one of the best pop albums of the last 10 years. Okay. It's really good. I'm going to give a quick rundown of just because I think it'd be interesting. Six through 10 for my all-time artists. Casey Musgraves, number six. Omar Apollo is number seven. Childish Gambino is number eight. Chloe and Halle are number nine. And Lady Gaga is number 10. Wow. Okay. Yes. And then um, as for my top tracks, number one is Spotlight by Jesse Ware with 813 minutes. Um, that's a phenomenal <laughs> song. Uh, 
you ready for your Drake representation? Number two is nice for what? Oh, number two of number all two time. Of all time is nice, is nice for what? For those of you who don't know, I know every single word to that song. Zach loves nice for what? It slaps. Um, mm-hmm. Number three is Talk Dirty by Doja Cat from Hot Pink. Mm-hmm. And number four is Unlock It by Charlie XCX, my favorite song by her. And then number five is Motivation by Normani. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I kind of have an idea. I had ideas. Yeah. So I think, because I think I was slightly shit talking Stats FM when I, when I was talking about it previous, because I was like, there's not really any helpful data until you get this streaming info from Spotify. But now that I have it, it's actually really detailed and interesting. Like for instance, it can tell you um, literally how many streams you had for every single day since you've had Spotify. Um, it can tell you oh your God, average. That's crazy. Yeah, it can tell you your average streams per day of the week or per month. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. So I do recommend it to try it out if you all are curious, um, but you just have to wait a month until you get that data from Spotify. And it did take exactly 30 days for Nick and I to both get our, our files from Spotify. Your files? No, literally they send you That's a zip cute. file and each year is its own data file. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I showed this to Nick, but I don't think I brought it up to you. My friends and I started using this app called Superfan, and you can make like little groups on here so we have our like oh, friend cute. group and then it shows you it like ranks it ranks you by minutes that you streamed and then it puts you into like type so it'll say like who had the most mainstream and it updates every friday so like oh. who had the most mainstream the least mainstream the saddest songs and most energetic it really calls you out like <laughs> wait that's really fun actually click- and then if you click into recaps, it makes like a little recap for each person. So it tells you, it gives you, so they use an AI to come up with a like phrase to describe what your music listening was like that week. So mine for last week says dreamy teenager dreaming about their crush while eating ice cream. Um, <laughs> um And then it like tells you, um, I'll just show you mine. It tells you how many tracks you listen to total how many unique artists you listened to and then and then your total minutes and then it tells you your top three artists which mine were one direction summer walker and harry Styles. oh girl and then it tells you your top three songs oh no mine were stockholm syndrome by one direction Steal My Girl by One Direction and best song ever. Shut up. Oh my Top God. Albums. Four by One Direction. Fine Line by Harry Styles. And Midnight Memories by One Direction. Well, I'm going to your face. I'm going to your face. I was going to say. Um, wait, so does it sync with your streaming platform? Yeah, it's all they only have it for Spotify right now. If you use Apple oh. Music, I think they're still working on the Apple Music part of it, but you can use it for Spotify. That's really fun though. I would constantly be snooping. It's cute. Yeah, it updates every week. So we always like look at each other's and then we'll like send a message to the group chat and be like, uh oh, so and so's going through it or something. Hmm. Okay. Oh, um, but well, all that to say, I think sorry, what were what? you gonna say? 
Oh, oh, I was going to go into we must what, be, my prediction. We must be, yeah, we must be on a slight delay, but I was going to say now that you said all that, I want to hear about your predictions for your top artists and top tracks. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be not proud of myself. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say something on your behalf real right now. I personally would be shocked just given how much you were listening earlier this year and really most of the year, if SZA was not your number one. See, you think she's not going to be number I one? I think she will because it gives you five artists, right? Yes, it does. Or three. Five. five? Yes, yeah, five. Okay. I think my top five artists, I don't know what order, are going to be SZA, um, Don Tolliver, oh. One Direction, <laughs> Uh, Jonas Brothers and possibly Metro Boomin. I think those are going to be my five. I don't know what order. I feel huh. like the top is either going to be SZA or Don Tolliver. Really? But I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Hmm. Because only because I think it could be Don Tolliver because whenever I listen to his music, I just go on the um, This Is Don Tolliver playlist and just listen to that. Whereas like with SZA, I only really have been listening to SOS. So it's kind of like I'm more limited to what SZA I'm listening to. Whereas Don Tolliver is just like every Don Tolliver song. And I just like let that play. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm because I usually I have all women and last year or no, I don't know if it was la if it was actually all black women or if we made a joke that it was all black women because Ariana Grande was on there. <laughs> but I usually have all women top female top artists. And so I'm like, damn, it's going to be all men this year, except for SZA. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, wait, now I have a question for you, actually. Mm -hmm. But since I, I pretty much know, like I said, I have like the hard data. I pretty much know what my rap is going to be. Can you guess? What's your guess as to who my top artist is for 2023? Mm. Okay, hold on. Let me think. I'm trying to think like who released new music this year that maybe you would have listened to. It's more. it's not someone who released music this year. This year, okay. Oh, but then I don't know. Oh, I think it's Pink Panthers. No, no, she doesn't have a big enough discography. Hold on. She she is releasing she, music this year. She's releasing an album in a couple of weeks. But it's but... too late. Too yeah. late. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Charlie XCX is your number one of all time. So that's my first guess for the year. No, believe it or no. not, she's not in the top five. She's number six. And I have to say, if there's any manipulation that's going to be happening in the next like week, it's going to be me trying to get Charlie to the number five spot. <laughs> you are too much. So sorry, Caliucci's, but I need Charlie to be in the top five. Oh, it's Caliucci's? No, Caliuchis is number five right now. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. wait. Who hasn't released music this year that would be in your top five? Should I just tell you? Yeah, just tell me because I'm like, I have no clue. I was I was kind of surprised. It's Beyonce because of the tour prep. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wait. Beyonce might be in my top five. Mm -hmm. <gasps> wait, She's... this creates some. I know. Oh my gosh, because I was I was listening to and I was listening to the Renaissance tour setlist playlist like 
nonstop for a long time. Mm. So now I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot yeah. about that. <gasps> I, I was shocked. Like she's beating my number two by over 300 minutes. So it's not <laughs> even that close. But yeah, so no one's going to be touching yeah. Beyonce. She's definitely going to be my number one. I mean, period. Wait, what? okay, wait, I have to change my prediction. Okay, but see, this is weird because... Again, it really is interesting how you listen to music because on my top tracks, the first Beyonce song is number 11, but she's still my number one artist. Right. Well, I feel like it's because you're yeah, right. When you look at like artists versus song, if you're listening to like a like, that's why I think Don Tolliver has like a leg up over SZA, because like when I listen to Don Tolliver, it's like his whole discography spread out yeah. and there's like so many options Whereas like songs like you could listen to one song a ton, but like you're not listening to enough of that artist for them to make like your list on the broader scale, which is why I know for sure the Jonas brothers are going to be on there because I was listening to the set list for that concert too. And like, I was basically listening to their whole discography like <laughs> nonstop for like two months. Um, yeah. See interesting. So um... yeah. So I have no idea what my top songs are going to be. I think this is going to be for sure in my top songs, but I'm just like, not sure if she'll be in my top artist because like I was only listening to SOS, like the album. So it's like, what would you say is your number one most listened to song off SOS? Oh, kill bill. 100%. Okay. Well, I would expect that to be in the top five. We'll Fingers see. We'll find one, out, but we'll see. I'm think I think we'll be able to in, in fact it'll either be our last episode or our penultimate episode that we get wrapped but I think we'll definitely be talking about it before we end the pod so I hope so I love when we get to talk about it because it's so fun yeah all right well I just want to talk about one more thing before we move on to media moments did you see mm -hmm. now of course we're having a Britney Spears moment right now because her book just came out a renaissance um, Thank yeah. you so much for sending me that audio clip of Michelle Williams earlier today because that shit was <laughs> Didn't we talk so... about it last week? I talked about her doing the voice and you were like shocked, but right. tell, can you tell yeah. them what I'm talking about? Because it's so funny. Okay, you guys, it was a clip from the book and I can't remember exactly. It was like her talking about why she resonated or why she liked hanging out with NSYNC more than the Backstreet Boys. And she was like, oh, NSYNC like surrounded themselves with other black artists, whereas like the Backstreet Boys presented themselves as exclusively white. And then she goes in to talk about like an incident. Is it was she talking about Justin Timberlake? I have to listen to it yes. again. I can't even yeah, remember. Justin Timberlake. It's like talking to someone. It's so cringy. Wait, can you play it on the mic and see if it picks it up? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Let me try. Because <laughs> that it was so funny. His band in sync was yeah. what people back then called yes. So Pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foches, foches, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foches, foches, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. 
just took it and looked up. They have Michelle Williams out here saying, oh yeah, bullshit, bullshit. God, that is so funny. And I know Justin Timberlake is at home sobbing. (laughs) Sobbing, He's watching the internet roast him. But it's like, okay, can you think now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, of course, Justin Timberlake would do something like that. He totally would. Yes. Yes. He does like two albums <laughs> with Timberland and he thinks that he's, oh, yeah, Boches, Boches. They thought they were <laughs> so, so pimp, she says. Oh, my God. Oh, my okay. God. I want to, I want, <laughs> I want raw footage of Michelle Williams in the suit, in the booth recording <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, she did a hand gesture. Probably. Anyway, um, that's not what I want to talk about. But the book is out. And so as there's lots of like new Britney things we're learning because of the book. But they also released this. Um, I, I did not know this. She auditioned for the role that Rachel McAdams eventually got in the notebook way back when. Because remember, wow. Britney was trying to be an actress for a minute. You know, she was in Crossroads. And actually, fun fact, it is the 20th anniversary of Crossroads. And the AMC near us is showing it. For like oh my anniversary God. screening. Um, Wait, that's so funny. Her her bid to be an actress was not quite successful, but uh, she apparently auditioned for The Notebook and uh, her audition was released. And I actually think it's like, have you seen it? It's pretty solid. Yeah, no, yeah, I saw it. It's like pretty good. She had a shot. She had a shot. Yeah, she didn't get it, obviously, but it's just interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> peek back in time. Um, yeah, I so, love seeing like lost audition tapes. I think it's so interesting. Oh, I know. Like, especially when you hear about these actors that like almost got parts, I would be so curious. Like, yeah, and you're like, take oh my God, character. it would be so different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Russell Crowe was almost Wolverine. I want to see that audition. Like, I, that I would be, love. yeah, that would have been so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I want to talk about. So we can get into media moments now. Okay. And it's my turn to go first. So have you heard of or watched Theater Camp? I haven't watched it, but I have heard of it. Okay. I'm a close follower. Okay, Eli, I know it takes a lot to get you to watch a movie, but you need to watch this because I think you would love this movie. Really? Yes. Where is it? Is it available to stream? It's on Hulu. That's where we watched it. No, wait, I have Hulu right now. Yes, it's and it's like it's like an hour and a half. It's very short. And I think you'll like it because, okay, let me set the stage for those of you who don't know. This is based off of a Mm -hmm. short that um, Molly Gordon and Ben Platt made like during the pandemic. Molly Gordon and Ben Platt are both actors. Um, If you don't know who Molly Gordon is, she was like triple A in Booksmart is probably the biggest role I can think of. Um, you know, like the popular girl from Booksmart, but they have been friends IRL in real life since childhood. And in fact, oh, that's right. Yes. She's also um, in the bear. Oh, awesome. Uh, but they've been best friends since childhood. And in fact, at the beginning of the movie, because they play like camp counselors that have been working together for years at the beginning, they show uh, clips of them as kids performing together on stage. So they're like real tight. Um And they came together to make a feature length version of it. And it just centers on this camp in the Anirondack mountains, which the camp is called Anirond acts like acting, which I thought was cute. 
um, for like for middle school and high school kids. And then they put on like productions at the end of the summer. So it follows them and the small group of counselors and teachers that uh, run the place. And Amy Sedaris is like the the leader, the head of the camp. But at the beginning of the movie, she suffers from a stroke and is like out for the count. She's in a coma. And so her son, played by Jimmy Tatro, is forced to take over the being ahead of the camp. And he's like this dude, bro, who's an idiot and doesn't know anything about theater. And so it's basically a setup for a lot of improvisational comedy. But this movie is fucking hilarious. It is so funny. And I just feel like I know it's just such your humor, I think, of these little moments. And because you know that most of it's improv, it makes it that much funnier because you're thinking about how like these people are just throwing things out while they're on set. And just I do not know how they didn't break or if they did break, they were able to hold it off long enough to not laugh in the middle of a take. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um, And the kids are so talented. There's so many kids in this movie with little bit parts and they're just really Mm -hmm. talented a lot of them have to sing and some of them sound fucking amazing but then they also are hilarious with these like comedy parts in particular my favorite part of the movie is these like little gay boys that hang out with each other throughout the whole movie um there's like three or four of them they are so hysterical that's that's all i'm gonna say they're just so funny and um yeah the really the only thing i did not like about this was i've not mentioned that it's framed as a mockumentary that sort of thing like they're they're filming at the camp and they're following what the summer looks like and sometimes like informational cards pop up it's that sort of thing um that gets completely abandoned like halfway through the movie which always kind of bothers me like if you're going to do a mockumentary try and stick with it because all of a sudden we're getting like scenes that are literally like behind closed doors that probably a camera person would not be in their face for. So that's a little weird and that bothered me. And then like towards the climax, there's a weird dramatic conflict that comes up between Ben Platt and Molly Gordon's characters. And it, it quite literally is not funny for like a solid 10 or 15 minutes. So we can slow down and have this conflict and I don't think that works so well. But other than that, I thought this movie was great. I really did. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't go out and see it in a theater to like laugh with other people. Because it probably would have been a great time. And I told you I was going to talk about Io because she's in this. Sadly, mm-hmm. for not that long, I would say yeah. Out, of, yeah, out of the adults, she's probably in it the least. But I think she only has like what one scene or something. No, she has more than that. Um, I would say like oh, okay. in a 90 minute movie, she maybe has like six, seven minutes of screen time. But um oh well she... that's Zendaya and Dune. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah. Uh but she's great with what she does have. Um she like her character is I almost feel like more could have been done because she's someone who lied on her resume to get this job, so she doesn't really know the act of stagecraft so she's making it up as she goes along (laughs) but um that's awesome i you really need to watch it because i know that you were like a little theater kid back then so i feel like you would love 
just the vibe of it. And it's like affectionate skewering of theater people. And I know a lot about theater people because I did tech crew while in high school. And there's also some tech crew characters in this movie that I thought were funny. (laughs) Um, And lastly, there are some actual musical numbers, like original songs in this movie at the end. And believe it or not, you know, you all know I'm not that into musicals. The finale song for the original musical they do slaps so hard. I have not been able to get it out of my head for the past. Oh my gosh. Week. It's called Camp Isn't Home. And it is so good, <laughs> actually. Do they have the soundtrack like available to stream? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. they do. Yeah. Camp Isn't okay. Home slaps. It's like That's a hilarious awesome. song, but it also has genuine emotion in it. Um, so I love that. Please watch it. I know you're going to love it. There's no way you're not going to love it. Fingers crossed. Okay, so I need to watch Theater Camp, Bottoms, and I feel like there was another thing that I said on this podcast that I was going to wait to come to streaming, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Watch Theater Camp first because you can quite literally watch that now. So bottoms, I don't hey, know. I got a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. Bottoms, I, I don't I don't know when that's gonna Is it be available. Anything. I think you can, you know, they do the oh, thing where like you damn. can buy it, you can buy it digitally, but you have to wait to rent. I think right now it's still in the like buy it for twenty dollars phase. Ugh, I don't have twenty dollars. All right. Well, then wait for, trust me, I'll <laughs> let you know when you could watch Bottoms because I need everyone to watch that movie. Yeah. I want to watch it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I'd love to watch it with you, actually. Actually, wait, that'd be really fun to like watch it with another person. You can like laugh together. Well, they gotta, they gotta get it together. I'll let you know. And then maybe we could watch it together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? Are we ready? Yes. Okay, you guys, I think I finally finished my Disney Dreamlight Valley era. I know. You told shocking. she told me in a Snapchat that it was getting boring, which is shocking you to guys, me. It is. It's getting boring. And let me tell you, every t- I, I realized I needed to switch it up because every time I would start playing that game, I would literally fall asleep. Like I would just be sitting there and then I'd like and then I'd look I- up and I'd be like, oh my God. Like I would, I'm so serious. It would put me to sleep or I would start playing it. And then I'd be like, no, I'm just not doing this right now. And then I would just turn it off mm-hmm. without even saving. <laughs> is it because so like, I haven't they, played it? Is it because they, the content rollout isn't sufficient? Like they're not being fast enough with it? Well, but that's the thing. I'm not even like caught up with all the quests. Like I still have quests hmm. to get to. I just am like, eh. Hmm. like i just don't feel like playing yeah and part of me like sometimes i get the urge to play because i want to decorate but then i get on there and i'm like what am i going to decorate like i already decorated my valley pretty much i'm just like "Mm, i'm good so (laughs) i purchased like way back when i literally when i first got my switch my friend was like oh my gosh you need to get stardew valley and they were like tell me about it and i was like "Mm, okay fine i'll play um, so I got it and I like tried to play it. I, I can't tell you guys, this is so embarrassing. I tried to play Stardew Valley so many times, but I could never make it past like the first or like technically the second day because I could never find my house like at the end of the night. And like 
Stardew, so Stardew Valley is one of those games that operates on like its own time, whereas like Disney Dreamlight Valley and like Animal Crossing are like real time. So mm-hmm. it like it goes like with the time that like your console is set to, whereas like Stardew Valley has its own time. So every 40 seconds, I think, is 10 minutes in the game. And oh. so you wait, your character wakes up at 6 a.m. every day and you have to be in bed at 2 a.m. If you're not in bed before by 2 a.m., your character passes out and then you wake up like in the hospital or something from exhaustion. Yeah. So like I so I'm like try, frantically like I was trying to find my way back to the house and I like couldn't find it. So I just passed out and I was like, what the oh my hell God. is this? <laughs> so I, I would like get frustrated and then I put it down. And then I started watching a YouTuber do like a Stardew playthrough because one of the things you can do in this game is reach like 100% perfection, which is like there's just all these like things that you do that you have to get to or like things like quests you have to finish and like certain things you have to do to get to perfection. So this YouTuber that I've been watching, she's been streaming or she's been doing like 20, eh, like 30-ish minute videos every week for the past two years trying to play to get to perfection and she's she's really oh close like, i think she'll get it this year but it's been over two years yeah it's been actually almost three years mm. um yeah so it's like a it really there's like a lot to do but it's just like a really open um farming sim and so I was because I've been watching this YouTuber, I was like really intimidated by it too, because I was like, oh my God, there's like so much stuff to do in this game. And like you only have like so many things, so much time to like get things done in a day. So I was like freaking out and I was just like, oh, I'm just so intimidated by this game. And then I messaged my friend Kendall about it and she was like, why are you trying to get to perfection? Like you can just play and like have fun. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. And then I also I watched a YouTube video. That was like things to know when you're just starting Stardew Valley. And the guy on the video showed that there's a map. (laughs) You guys, I'm such an idiot. There's a map like you can toggle to open a map. And that is how you find how to get back to your house. (laughs) So I finally figured out out how to get back to my house at night. So I've been playing and you guys... And also the so the way it works too is that um you have different seasons so you start in spring and then it goes to like summer, fall and winter and each season is 28 days long. And so um I don't know the math between like how much actual real time is spent per day, but I'm already on like the fourth or fifth day of fall. <laughs> like, yeah. And I started playing this earlier this week. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I've been playing it a lot, you guys. I'm so into it. And I love this game because you can also there's a set amount of characters that you can romance. And oh. so you can yeah, you can romance different characters, men and women. It's all se- fluid sexuality. Love, love that. that. And you can so when you get to eight hearts with a like a single character, you can give them a bouquet and they become your partner. And then you get different like date little like cutscenes with each of your partners and you can have more than one partner at a time. But if you date all of them, they will find out. And then there's a cutscene where they like confront you and they all break up with you. So does that happen to you? Yeah. You have to be like, no. Oh my gosh. No, I haven't. I haven't even, I haven't even spent, I've been spending so much time trying to work on my farm and like build up to a point where I have enough money in the game. That I haven't even been working on friendship with the characters. So I Damn, she said, leave me be. 
But it's like, I could work on that later. Like, I'm just trying to make money right now. Like, I, you have so much freedom with this game that it's like, I'll marry somebody later. And so, yeah, once you get to eight, 10 hearts with them, you can marry them, like marry one of your partners. And then they move in with you and they do stuff around the house for you. It's really cute. I love that. See, it's funny because you've had this game for a minute because- Since time, February. <laughs> I thought it was longer than- Because one of the times I watched Shuri, which I thought- that was sometime oh, last right. year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I've I, had this game for like years. Yeah. 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 So, Cause one of the times I was watching Shuri, I tried playing it and to be honest, I got like half an hour in and I was like kind of bored and I turned it off. I know your farm is on there and it's, <laughs> you're hilarious because your farm is called, can I say it? Wait, what did I call it? You called it Bussy Bushel Farm. <laughs> I called it Bussy Bushel Farms. Damn. <laughs> You know, honestly, I stick by that name because that name is iconic. <laughs> Bussy Bushel. Every time I start the game, it gives me the option to like you get to pick which save you want to play, and yours is on there. And I'm like, this. Well, <laughs> you can you can Bussy delete Bushel. my farm if you want because it's unlikely I'll ever go back to Bussy Bushel. <laughs> well, my farm is called Styles Farm, and oh my, my god, animals are <laughs> like that's not cringy. Oh come on. Wait, it gets better. Um, so also like the first few days in the game, you can adopt, you can choose like when you're creating your avatar, if you are a dog or a cat person. So you can select like dog or cat. And then like on day like five or six, um, somebody comes to your house and they're like, Hey, I just found this dog like around your farm. Do you want to adopt the dog? So you get to adopt the pet that you pick. So I got a dog and I named the dog here. <laughs> And then um, I have two chickens right now, and they are named Louie and Niall. And Earth. then I'm going to get um, a cow, a pig. A she like, I'm going to get more animals and just continue to name them all Harry Styles names. Oh, and then you also Earth. get to put, when you're creating your avatar, what your, like, favorite item is. And I put my favorite item is cherries. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not watermelon? Yeah. So... <laughs> Mm, I I thought about it. I was like, "What's a good one?" But I felt like cherry was more of a deep cut. Which <laughs> mm -mm. is not a deep cut because a lot of people like that song. But that's like my well, one of my favorite Harry Styles. What are you gonna name the cow, Olivia? Well, that's the thing. I have so many names I could do. I was like, "What can I name some of these animals?" So I think I'm gonna go through all the One Direction members except for um, uh, Liam because he's canceled. Um, oh. but then I think, yeah, I'm going to go through like ex-girlfriends and then I'll go into like, um, if they mention any girls like in the songs, like, um, Georgia Rose, or there is a One Direction Olivia song. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of, I have, there's a lot of things that you could do in relation to Harry Styles. So I'm going to do That's it. That's hilarious. Okay. See, I, I just love that you're in your gamer era. And I feel like once you get the actual switch, you can like hook your TV up to, you're going to be oh gosh, even more gonna so. Great. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm um, so happy. Yeah. And I just, I didn't say this last week, but I'll say it now. Um, I don't want to elaborate, but I am jobless. So oh, yes. I'm going to be really annoying. <laughs> That's okay. Be annoying as you want to be. I'm going to be really annoying, you guys. I'm unemployed and I have a Nintendo Switch and I'm about to get a bigger one. I'm going to be so annoying. <laughs> you should start a gamer, a gamer gram. That would be so cute. Uh, stop. Don't hype me up. Don't hype me up. Uh, 
I think though when Disney Dream My Valley comes on as free to play, I would love to like open a new profile and like start the game over. Then maybe I would make videos or something. That okay, but fun. then but then you know it would be it would take even longer to do things when it becomes free to play because then you'll have to pay for stuff. But they I feel like I really think that they're gonna stick with the current like um premium model that they have so like i can i mean and they've already started adding some annoying stuff where you have to like pay to access like special quests and stuff but i feel like they're not gonna like add it more in at this point like i think they're it's gonna stay the same model they're just probably gonna like keep coming out with more content you have to pay for but i think like the base content is gonna stay the same oh sweet child if they make something free to play, they're going to monetize the shit out of that. That's the whole point. I mean, sure. I mean, I know that they are like, I'm sure. But I really think that it's not going to be like, I can't play the game unless I pay for stuff like. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be playable, but it, it'll be it'll be interesting because with most free to play stuff like with Fortnite or even Rocket League shit like that, like they they're banking on you. Trying to drop money on wanting to look cool basically that's how they make most of their money is well sure so but i'm I sure mean, like, they'll be that's what i'm saying similar. they already have stuff like that like they already do that now for people that even already paid for the game so it's like i i can't imagine how yeah. else they would like block you like i'm saying i think i don't think it's gonna get worse than it already is mm. like with the the star paths like there's a lot of stuff already that you have to pay for so i'm like i can't imagine them adding more stuff like i think they're adding it into the earlier access part just to like see how it goes over. And like, I think part of that, like they added the dream snaps update because people were complaining about having to pay for everything. So they kind of made it a little bit easier for you to earn like moonstones. Um, but even still, like if you want everything that you want in the game, like you're going to have to spend money. I just, I refuse to yeah. spend money on games like that. So I don't really give a shit about like decorating and stuff, but there are plenty of people. And now they're coming out with like a physical version of the game where like if you buy that, then you get like extra stuff. It's a lot. They are mm. they're already monetizing this shit out of it. So I can't imagine it gets any worse than it already is. We're already in hell. Maybe maybe I should finally try it whenever it goes free to play because I can't it, it, it always goes on sale, but only for like a couple dollars. And I just can't see myself spending like twenty three dollars on Disney Dreamlight Valley. So I would try it if it goes free. Why not? It's, it's really fun. I'll say I think it's really fun. And I think um, it has more of a storyline than Animal Crossing does. And I, I liked that better because Ooh. it just gives you like more to do. And actually, the first, at least the first part of the storyline, it's like really emotional. You guys, it was really touching. I actually like cried a little bit at the end. I'm serious. Hey, I, 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 I'm not judging. I cried at Clifford the Big Red Dog live action. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, it's touched the story because it's like the premise of it is that like when you were a kid, you know, you used to be visit Dreamlight Valley and then you grew up and like they every you know, it went to shit and now you're back as an adult. And then, yeah. Drama. Mm -hmm. Childhood. Yeah. Deep stuff. Yeah. If you have childhood trauma, this game is really going to really going to hit you right in the feels. Actually, <laughs> so much so that after they released like the emotional update. People were saying like, wow, that needed a trigger warning. So then after the next update after that, they did put a trigger warning in. Damn. Um, but yeah, no, like a lot of people were were touched. Hmm. 
Well, but yeah, Stardew Valley, not Disney Dreamlight Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah, lots of valleys. Stardew Valley right now. Yeah, lots of valley games. Yeah. I'm a valley right. girl. <laughs> not a valley girl by, okay. <laughs> um, well, thank you all for listening. We're officially halfway towards our 10 episode Aww. final season. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week on Halloween. And Halloween. have a good Halloween in the meantime. Get some candy, get drunk, but like be responsible about it. Dress like a hoe. Don't dress like a hoe. Dress whatever you like. Don't wear anything if you're like Nick and you're not celebrating. Um <laughs> no. I was like, People don't be- wear anything. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Don't wear any costumes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. Have a good night and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Have a good night.